Hey everybody, welcome to Pokemon World Tour. I'm your guide, Josh. And I'm your host, Jake. And today, we are surfing in the Kyanwood City. On the road to Kyanwood City. And I have decided that I'm sticking with the hard C. Okay. Um, if anyone else says Cyanwood, that's probably right too. I don't, I don't know. Hey man, it's probably not even real. It's probably a fake word. It might be a real tree. I don't know. No way to tell. It's impossible. It's no, impossible to find out. Can't find out. There's no way to do that. Uh, so we're going to we're going to Kyan Wood City. I'm also going to say Kyan Wood in an act of solidarity, nice. uh, despite the fact that you keep uh, your pinned post is an affront to me. I don't know what you mean. I yes, you do. And <laughs> also, do we have any news? I don't think so. Are we just jumping right into to Kyan Wood? I then? think I think we are. Unless you had heard something, I haven't heard anything. I no, I haven't heard anything. Well. Then no, there's no news. Oh, dang. Oh, here's one little quick thing. The release date for Pokemon Switch is still 2018 or later, so there isn't one yet. That's uh, the news. I, I heard, <laughs> this isn't news, but I heard that the E3 coverage for Nintendo is going to focus around Smash, so yeah. don't expect a ton of, they, of Pokemon news. They usually don't do a lot of Pokemon stuff at E3 anyway. Uh, last year's like, hey, we're making one for Switch seemed like a... Seems like they got caught. It seemed and they desperate. Had to, yeah, and they had to trick someone yeah. into into <laughs> forgetting about something else they heard. They're like, "Hey, please buy a Switch if you like this game," because of Pokemon. And everyone's like, oh, "I will. I yeah, do I, like that." I was going to wait, but then I bought one. <laughs> Thank God I did. I wouldn't have played Mario Odyssey if I didn't get one yet. That's true. Anyway, are we ready to go? I'm our ready. Bags are packed. I'm our, ready. Our we're sitting on our lapruses. Laprises, Lapri. Lapra. Well, it's A-S, though. It's not like Lapraias. Lapra. We're surfing in on Blastoise. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. Let's go. Let's go. go. I don't know. You just kept saying stuff. <laughs> I was vamping. I didn't know what to do. I just wanted you to get us out of here. All right. Let's go then. <laughs> Welcome to Kyanwood City, a port surrounded by rough seas. Also known as the Port of Crashing Waves. Okay, so with these slogans still fresh in our frontal lobes or mm -hmm. wherever you store information in your brain. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the geography of this place. Okay. Uh, a lot of cool ports, probably. Well, there's no ports. Okay, well, hold on then. There's um, no ports. Then they're why, all out of ports. <laughs> they're, so they're all out of ports. No, no one gets that reference because it's from Tony's old neighbor. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sometimes they make jokes for us. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Shouldn't there be ports at the Port of Crashing Waves? You would think there is. Um, so it's built on a beach at the foot of a mountain cliff. Uh, so it's not okay. surrounded by, uh, by yeah, rough yeah, seas. Yeah. It seems like the, a mountain is pretty much the opposite of a sea. <laughs> it's the strangest place in Johto because it's barely in Johto. Okay. It's like so far out. You have to surf off the coast of Olivine. You have to go through the World Islands to get to this little place. It's not even technically an island city because it's on a separate landmass. It, wait, it's like not connected to Johto? No, it's connected by a water route. There's no land leading from... But it's not an island. But no, it's like on different land. This is where like this is, the this war is, stuff comes in. This is Johto's Alaska. This, yeah, this is... A territory of Johto. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. 
this is where the this is the war stuff. Yeah, this is that where that their war over territory because it's literally touching somewhere else. <laughs> but it's on the opposite side of Kanto. Then it's not can't then so it they didn't go to war with Kanto. It's it's Sinnoh or something. Or something. Or I, don't know, I don't know what the official overworld. No one does. Like They're all cowards. The and they won't put map. it out. They'll put it out in the history of Pokemon World. Book. I'll buy that book because the Pokemon World doesn't even have a name. Just the regions do. That's wild. Yeah. How is that even possible? It's been twenty years. Yep. I'm I'm googling a map. You continue. It's good. They just want you to think it's Earth, but it's super duper isn't. Uh, mm. We'll talk about it when okay. we get to our spotlight Pokemon this week. Okay, 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 okay. Um, all right, so most of the buildings in the city are bunched in the southern half. The north half is like, in gold and silver, it's just this empty beach. Okay. Um, in crystal, there is one house. And, and then the remakes, there's like one house up there and a tiny little ledge. Okay. Uh, so that, yeah, it's a very strange city. Uh, the gym is located against the cliff in the... The west of the city, you know, where the cliff is at. Yeah, sure. Um, there's a line of three houses that separate it from the Pokemon Center, which is more on the, like, coast, like the beach coast, over in the tide area. I'm it's- looking at a map. This is wild. A Pokemon World map or a Kyanwood map? Kyanwood. Okay. Well, uh, the, the map of Johto. It's not on Johto. No. Is it an island? No, it, it's going yeah. It's going off the, I don't know how official this thing is, but it's going off the edge. Yeah. What is it attached to? And why is that Johto's land? It's a, it's their Alaska. They just took it. They hey, had... Pokemon Switch, I have a story for you to tell. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Jeepers Christmas. Uh, so the population in Gen 2 is 19 and in Gen 4 is 27. That's a big up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where those people... Oh, I have an idea where they might be. Uh, because in the Gen 4 map, you can see uh, along that cliff wall, there is a cave uh, that leads out. That's only in the remakes. That's a remake exclusive area out there. Okay. Um, and that's going to be, I think, next episode. We're going to talk about that stuff. All right, cool. cool. Um, and hopefully that will get us kind of to the next city from here so we can keep doing this like city in between stuff, city in between yeah, stuff yeah. pattern. Because uh, I'm digging it so far. All right, sweet. South of the gym is Kirk's house. Kirk. Kirk is a Pokemaniac. He his name is Mania in Gen Two. Just changed his name to Kirk in the remake because they just love Legends of the Hidden Temple so much. They loved a Kirk Frog, and what I think I think most importantly, his name is Kirk Mania. Kirk Mania, Pokemaniac, and he's running wild on you, brother. <laughs> When you first meet him, he will tell you that he had a Pokemon stolen from him, and he wants you to take care of his Shuckle in case the thief comes back. His Shuckle's name is Shucky. Uh, Shucky, Ducky, Quack, Quack. So he wants you to keep Shucky safe for a while. Uh, when you come back after a little bit, he will he will ask for Shucky back. Okay. Um, Do you just have to walk around in circles till a step timer goes off? I, I don't know if it's a step timer or like an event, like beat this gym and like then, flag. Okay. If Shucky has a high friendship with you, he will tell you to keep it as your Pokemon now. <laughs> uh, if you do not have a high friendship with Shucky and you refuse to give it back to him, he will accuse you also of stealing his Pokemon from him. Now, I'd never put this together 
when I was a kid. Okay. And I don't know if Kirk backslash mania ever <laughs> specifically says someone stole my Sneasel. He might say that. And I had always thought, because we've already run back into Team Rocket at Azalea Town right. in the Slowpoke Well, and I think they were kind of like loitering around Goldenrod. So Team Rocket's around. So I yeah. always assumed when I was younger, Team Rocket stole this poor guy's Pokemon. Do you know who really stole this guy's Pokemon? Who? Silver. Did he? Silver has a Sneasel on his team after this. Oh, dip. <laughs> And that the, little brat. The article on Bulbapedia says he was bullied by Silver and who stole his Sneasel. <laughs> oh, dang. Which makes sense because he stole his starter, too. Yeah. That's crazy. Because he learned it from his dad. He learned yeah, it from his learned crappy from dad. You. <laughs> but then his dad hates him. So he's like conflicted about it. So, yeah, that's Kirk. Kirk Mania. Next to, next to the gym. So I think it's the top house in that like line of three is the photo studio slash Cameron's house. Okay. Give three guesses on how he got the name Cameron. Cameron? Camera? Yeah, like a photo. He takes a picture. Machine, yep. Okay. And Gen 2, you can come here and you can have uh, photos of your Pokemon's Pokedex entries or its stats printed out via Game Boy printer. If you have one of those. Oh, uh, I, I, I never did. I did not. I was I was not that kid. And in Gen 4, he will take a picture of you and your Pokemon team, add it to your photo album, which you can view on the PC. I don't know if this is the first instance of being able to get your picture taken or not. Like in the games, period, or in this game? In this game. Okay. Because I know, like, getting your picture taken with your team is a thing, but I don't. I think you might have to come here and meet Cameron first before he starts, like, showing up okay. in other places to take your picture at, like, fountain in the right. national park and like all these other areas at the very northern edge of the town that one house that shows up in crystal and the remakes is the home of the pokey seer oh she's not spooky i don't know what she does in gen 4 where you can just see this information on your pokemon stat page but in crystal she can tell you or he i'm not sure what the sprite actually is i'm just assuming they use like the psychic sprite which is female sure they can tell you where any Pokemon that you caught, any untraded Pokemon in your party was caught, and how many levels they have gained since then. Okay. That's pretty neat. I don't know how useful it is. I think it's just neat. Just a cool thing. Yeah. Um, the ledge next to this house is an area where you will encounter Suicune in Crystal or the remakes. Um, and after you encounter, you like show up, it's like, oh no, a guy, and it runs away. Uh, and then Yusine shows up. That Suicune nerd yeah. pops up and he's like, hey, I will battle you to prove myself to Suicune. <laughs> and you beat him and he's like, ah, dang it. He has three Pokemon. It's Drowsy, Haunter, and Electrode. Um, the Drowsy is level 23 or 25 in the remake. Haunter is the same. Electrode is level 25 or 27. Uh, he's not tough. <laughs> he ain't tough. <laughs> he ain't no. got nothing. Uh, and then there's the small cliff edge gate that little cave in the wall that is exclusive to the remakes um it leads out to the cliff's edge which is a brand new area exclusive to heart gold and soul silver uh but we like i said we'll talk about that all that stuff next time okay which leaves us with only one more place to talk about that can't be right i do missed we, one. do we do we truck through everything already i missed one there is the the kyanwood pharmacy Okay, get your drugs here. Which is where Jasmine is like, hey, go get me the medicine for Amphi. Oh, okay. So they have the secret secret potion 
or secret medicine. I think a secret potion. Secret medicinal potion. Uh, so they'll give you the secret potion that you can bring to Amphi to make Amphi feel better uh, and light up the lighthouse so all the ships can find their way home. Okay. Uh, other than that, they just sell potions and full heals. They don't even have like the herbal medicine, which I thought is what was going to be here. They, yeah, it seems like they did kind of miss a step on that. It's just regular potions, manufactured corporate potions. Okay. So yeah, other than the medicine, there's nothing really special. Uh, so that just leaves the gym. All right. Let's hit it up. Other than Silver stealing another Pokemon, it's just kind of like not much yeah. to talk about. <laughs> not a lot of lore here. No. Which there should be. I mean, there is a lot of lore here, but we don't get any of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so located along the western wall of the city is the gym. It specializes in fighting type Pokemon. Uh, it's very different between Gen 2 and Gen 4. In Gen 2, there is a straightforward path that leads through some log walls. So it's like a re- it's like a gym, which all gyms in the first couple generations are just like big rectangles. Yeah. With like stuff inside them. Right. So this one has walls that kind of shoot out and separate it into like three sections. Yeah. Uh, but there's just a straight path through the middle of them. There is <laughs> <laughs> there's three trainers that stand like behind the walls on the path. So if you were someone coming in, you would not see them. But because this is a video game, you, you can, can see them see hiding the, behind yeah, the wall. Obviously. Um, at the end of this path, there's a small rock puzzle, uh, so you need to use strength to push the rocks out of your way. It's just three of them, so you push two up and one over. It's not a, and hard, that's it. it's not a hard puzzle. <laughs> uh, there's one more junior trainer on the other side of those rocks, and then there's another wall, just kind of like a partition in the middle of the room. Behind that one is where you'll find the gym leader. Okay. Gen 4, it's very different. You walk in, you can see the gym leader right away, but he is training underneath a raging waterfall. Okay. So he's standing in the middle of the room, and there's these two, like, rock walls next to him. Yeah. That lead up to this giant waterfall machine that is just dumping water on top of him. <laughs> okay. This is, this is how he trains. <laughs> For what? For fighting. Waterfalls? Pokemon battles. <laughs> You don't participate in those, typically speaking. And also karate. Okay. I guess. Sure. Uh, So you can talk to him when he's under the waterfall, but he can't hear you because he's got a lot of water just being dumped right on his nog nog. Sure, yeah. Uh, I've seen an Herbal Essence commercial. I know how tricky that can be. So there's still four four junior trainers. There's two on each side of the wall. You need to climb up the wall and shut off the waterfall so that you can go back down and challenge the gym leader. Okay. Uh, when you defeat him, you are rewarded with the Storm Badge, which lets Pokemon up to level 70 obey you, and you can use Fly outside of battle. Ooh, fancy. It will also give you TM01, which is Dynamic Punch in Gen 2 and Focus Punch in Gen 4. Okay. Is it the same move, pretty much? No, Dynamic Punch, I think, has a chance to make your opponent dizzy, or maybe it's just like a real strong punch. Dynamic know. Punch I have not used like okay. on a Pokemon, so I don't really know what it does. Sure. But Focus Punch is you like charge up. So at the beginning of the turn, we charge up. And if you don't get hit, you get to land. It's like a very powerful punch. Okay. But if you get hit, you lose your focus, and so your turn is basically uh, okay. wasted. I would never take that move. It's tough to, to – you have to – it's like a competitive thing, so you yeah. have to like predict that your opponent is going to try to set up a status move, right? And then that's when you use focus punch to like slam. Right. Them. I'm I not just, playing that game. Yeah, just give me fire blast. Okay, give me give me a regular punch, please. Uh, and after you win the badge and you go back outside of the gym, 
You can talk to the gym leader's wife who's hanging out out there, and she will give you HMO2, which is fly, which now you can use because you have the, the badge that lets you use it. So you got the badge that lets you use it before you got it? Yep. Uh, it seems weird. It is weird. It was a little backwards to me. <laughs> yeah, the flaw of HMs is becoming apparent right away. Yeah. Like, they had, they were, like, hidden in the world in Gen 1. Yeah. Except for the one in the fly house that the girl is like, here's fly, don't tell anybody about but my But even that's fly. out of the way. Like, that's hidden. But you how know? did she get it? That's a secret. Is there only one? Yes. She had it. She did taught it, it, it to her army of birds. And does like, anybody else use fly against you in the game? Not that I can remember. If that's it, then. Damn. Yeah. But now they're just like, I don't know, a hiker gives you strength because he has to. Because he's a hiker. And, and they love they giving do. out strength HMs because there's a thousand of them, but only that hiker has them. Yeah. I <laughs> like HMs. I'm going to go on record saying I like HMs. I think there's a better way to do HMs. Yeah. And I don't think they did it with Gen 7 because I think the way they had it be its own thing, I don't love. I don't like ride Pokemon. I like... I like the idea of HMs, which is like you exploring the world with the help of your Pokemon yeah. that you caught and are your friends. Yeah. And not your friends? the ones that are bred and raised on a farm to be used. And like emailed to you when you call. Them. Yeah. Which makes them pointless when you get to the end of the game and there's like, oh, there's some like rock break rocks here. That you have to get through, but you have every HM Pokemon, yeah. every ride Pokemon on call whenever you need it. So there's no like, oh man, I have to make sure I bring this with me. It's just, I call it now. Yeah. So it's not, it's an artificial obstacle. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't think HMs worked the way they should. Like they didn't, they didn't work well, Making but they them- didn't, you didn't fix the problem for me. Yeah. You know? Making them an undeletable move that takes up a slot. On that your Pokemon sucks. is a bad idea. You, every Pokemon should have like two HM slots that are that are separate, and you, maybe you can't use them in battle. I don't know. Like I, the only move I ever yeah. used in battle was Surf or Fly. I never was using right. Cut because it doesn't. It's not good. Strength is like an okay normal move, but normal as an attacking type kind of sucks. It sucks now. So they why would you do it. that? I don't know. And why isn't Strength a fighting move? That's a good question. Rock Smash is, but that move just sucks in general. It's like 20 damage. It sucks. Yeah. It's bad. It's real bad. Anyway, Pokemon, what we're saying is you can hire us. We're pretty easy to find, and we'll fix your whole shit for you. I didn't mean to swear. Sorry. Oops. (laughs) I think that's what I want out of the Switch version now is don't give me a new place to go. Tie all the old ones together and tell me the stories. Well, tough. It's going to be Gen 8. It's a whole new thing. Tell me the stories. Use Gen 8 to tell me the stories. That's what I want. I want this. I want to get in the dirt with these <laughs> with this Pokemon story. If you're not gonna make a game about it, give me a book. Yeah, something I will pay $40 for a giant hardcover tome of Pokemon lore. Yeah. Easy. Dog. We'll write that. You won't even think twice about it. <laughs> Just wanna know what Kyanwood's deal is. What's up with this place? <laughs> And get more into the Legendary Beast backstory. There's a lot. Oh, I want to sink my teeth in, but you're not giving me yeah. any cake. We're dying out here. <laughs> We're in the desert begging for a drop of water, and you won't give it to us, Nintendo. Uh, so that's it for places. That's Kyanwood City. Now we got to do a fight. Now we got to talk about the gym leader. All right. 
So he finally he's not getting like dripped on anymore. So that's pretty good. He is damp. He's, so he's real wet. He's just <laughs> all soggy, just kicking yeah. his wet socks at you. It's going to be a wet fight with the gym leader, Chuck. Chuck? Like a, like a fighter's Chuck things? Uh, it's a strategy. They use nunchucks. Maybe that's it. Ah. Maybe it's a nunchuck reference. Fellow Chucker, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so you know how all the... The gym leaders have, like, a title. Like, Jasmine is the ironclad defense girl. Uh-huh. Uh, Misty is the tomboyish mermaid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chuck is his roaring fists do the talking. That's not a title. His roaring fists do the talking, Chuck. That's not a title. <laughs> that's that, his title. That's, they call I, him Cage. I believe 100% that Chuck... Gave himself this title. This is a Chuck yeah. original. Oh, obviously. <laughs> this dude thinks you can train for a fight by getting dunked on by a waterfall. <laughs> my fists do the talking because my mouth is dumb. Uh, I'm Chuck. So this is going to be like really neat and then it's going to get sad. <laughs> Great. Chuck is known for sparring with his Pokemon both to train himself and them. Uh, okay. So he fights... His pokes, okay, but it was a friendly, under a waterfall for training in a friendly competition yeah. way, yeah, like an Adam Park versus Tommy Oliver yeah. situation, which everyone knows. That's the cute fun part. Okay, uh, so the sad part is that he is married, but he does not spend much time with his wife because he spends most of his time training at the gym. Ah, Chuck. Uh, she's not very fond of that, as she spends all of her time waiting for him outside of the gym. <laughs> That sucks. <laughs> Where she gives you fly. Because <laughs> she's trying to get out. <laughs> she's like, if I hold on to this move much longer, I will fly away from Chuck, my dick husband. And then in the remakes, you... <laughs> is, she just, is she just gone? No, he, she's still there. Uh, but because of his rigorous training schedule, you can't get his phone number from him. you got to get it from his wife. <laughs> Uh, after she gives it to you, you can call him on a Wednesday night, which is probably the only time he spends with his wife. And you call, you're the jerk, and you call him away so <laughs> you, you can do a fight him. in Saffron. And you're like, hey, Chuck, you want to fight? And he's like, hell yeah, I want to fight. I'm there, daddy. <laughs> he hops on the magic train to Saffron. Do you call the magic train? Magnet train. I think you said magic train. Look, I think I've said a lot of wrong things tonight. We'll let the editing show if that's true or not. <laughs> Uh, so this jerk's Pokemon in Gen 2. <laughs> uh, he has a level 27 Primate and a level 30 Polyrath. Okay, no new boys? Are there any new fighting Pokemon in Gen 2? Hitmontop, but he doesn't have one. Why? I don't... Oh, here's the here's the thing. So in Gen 4, he has those same two Pokemon in his gym battle, uh, but they are level 29 and 31, so they're bumped up two more levels. Okay. In the rematch, he has not Hitmontop. <laughs> sure. But he does he does have a level fifty four Metacham, a level fifty two Hitmonchan, a level fifty five Hitmon Lee, a level fifty four Breloom, a level fifty six Primeape, and a level sixty Polyrath. One of those is n- not in Gen One. Breloom isn't, and Metacham is not. Either. Metacham, Metacham, okay. Metacham and Breloom are both Gen Three, right? Gen Three. Everything else is Gen One. He does not have the Gen Two Fight Boy. But he has the two that are related to it. Yeah. <laughs> mm, I think Chuck's stupid. Chuck's a big jerk. I think uh, Chuck's a big stupid jerk. I'm not really that fond of him. But that's it. 
That's all I got on Chuck. Oh, hold on. I got some more. There's a, there's, oh, uh, here's a couple Pokemon that are, there are two new fighting types in Gen 2. Okay. There's Tyrogue and Hitmontop, but I'm counting as one. Right. And Heracross. Heracross. Why doesn't he have a Heracross? Because he's an idiot. Because he's a stupid, dumb idiot. Is Bugsy the wasn't using it. Bugsy had Scyther and Metapod. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Chuck's too busy drinking a waterfall. Doesn't have any time for his wife or to get a good Pokemon on his team. Ugh. Chuck, you suck. <laughs> Chuck sucks. I think we can all agree. Is that all for Chuck? That's all for Chuck. That's a wrap on the Chuckster. All right, good. I don't like him. I want to be done with him. Hey, um, in the future, Pokemon, if you're going to do something weird like Cyan Wood City, can you tell us? <laughs> can you just tell us about it a little bit? I think that's the real takeaway from this episode is what is this city even doing What are here? you doing? This place is wild. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's that for the main feature of this episode. I think we got a spotlight Pokemon coming up. We sure do. Who's that Pokemon? It's Polyrath. <laughs> Polyrath is Pokemon number 62 and is the Tadpole Pokemon. Okay. Or a Tadpole Pokemon. Just any Tadpole Pokemon. Yeah, Poliwag and Poliwhirl also Tadpole Pokemons. And Timpole Tadpole Pokemon. It is a water fighting type. Stands at 4 feet 3 inches tall. Weighs right. 119 pounds. For abilities, it can get Water Absorb, which recovers HP when it's hit with a water move. Uh, it can have Damp, which will prevent self-destruction on the entire battlefield. Which is good if you are fighting a shiny Pokemon that happens to be an Electrode. Okay. Because uh, they could blow up, and then it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> it just gets real sad. Then that would really suck. Its hidden ability is Swift Swim, which raises its speed in the rain. Uh, I don't like I don't like status or uh, uh, weather-dependent moves. Yeah. Feels like kind of a waste. Well, in the... In the Gen 3 metagame, if I can push my glasses up yeah, for a please minute, do. and I might also be wrong about what generation it was, <laughs> one of them was, like, weather teams everywhere. Really? Yeah. Like, the whole metagame was, like, what weather are you running? Oh. And it's like, well, if I'm faster than you, my weather is out, and then you're, so your whole team is bad. Yeah. Can't use a sandstorm team when it's raining. Cast form must have been very good because it could kind of deal with any weather. It would have been, but Cast form's not a great Pokemon. No, Cast form does suck as a Pokemon, <laughs> but anyway, this is not about Cast form. It's about Polyrath. Give me some stuff. Tell me some stuff about All it. All right. Are you ready for this bonkers Pokedex? Yes, please. All right. Though it tends to make its home on land, it is a master swimmer, and it uses every muscle in its body to move far and fast through the water. It's, it's, and it's a thick boy. It is a thick guy, yeah. He's got a lot of swim meat. Uh, and it also requires a little breathing while it's swimming. Sure. Um, it just swims fast and and loose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's incredibly well-developed muscles never tire while training, and it is said that it is able to swim across even the Pacific Ocean just by kicking, mm. and it can turn boulders into dust with a single well-placed punch. Uh, hmm. it doesn't need to move its arms. No, that's not the part that I'm worried about. To swim across the whole Pacific Ocean, so like it, Earth's. It can swim Pacific across Pacific Ocean, Earth's specific ocean. 
But you're not. We're, this isn't Earth, though. It is Earth. No. But also, it's not Earth. Is there just still a specific ocean in this world, then? I get it. There's also a South America, because that's where they found me. That's you. where they found me. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. This is this is Gen 1. This is a Gen 1 Pokemon. Yep. Gen 1 had some Buckwild stuff re- I- I don't the think, real world. I don't think the Pacific Ocean stuff came up until Gen 2 or 3 in the Pokedex. Then I don't understand what they're doing. Because Gen 1, they were like, yeah, it's still like Earth, but there's Pokemon, right? Maybe, like, maybe it was in yeah. Gen 1. I can't remember Cause, which one. Because like that, that's the whole thing, right? It was like, you know, because like, like they had like the Challenger in the, in, right. in, yeah. you know, in the Pewter Museum. Like, like that stuff is there. But then they decided that, no, Pokemon's doing its own thing. It's David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> and it's doing its own thing now. But then but there's still these artifacts that you can find and they won't fix anything else. Yeah, they reference the Pacific Ocean. Even if it is in Gen 1, it is referenced like through multiple future generations of the Pokedex. Yeah. Get your house in order, Pokemon. Also, in Alola, many children learn to swim by imitating its breaststroke. Okay. So that's a nice Alola entry Gent. for a change. It's not like they punch holes through Whalmer and eat their guts. Yeah, they punch through the hearts of their enemies and eat them because they love it. <laughs> eat them before they die so they watch. You can see their guts. That's the spiral. It's their guts. Alola! <laughs> for trivia, in Gen 2 and 4 in Celadon City, there is a man saying that he hopes his Polarath will evolve into a frog Pokemon someday, uh, but he missed his shot. Because you evolved from Poly... Poliwhirl evolves into Politoed. Hey, Poliwhirl and Poliwrath look the same, right? Poly... Poliwrath is a Poliwhirl with broad shoulders and a mad face. So does Poliwhirl have arms? Yeah, it just like comes out of the round part where Poliwrath has shoulders that come out of the top of his head. If anyone ever tells me how lazy Pokemon has gotten ever again, <laughs> I S to G. Also, they have like little shoes and gloves on. Well, sure. They're made out of reeds. <laughs> There's just white, like, cartoon gloves. This is Mickey Mouse They're gloves. They're Mario gloves. <laughs> and an early design depicts Polyrath with a little crown on its head, uh, much like the King's Rock item, which is required to evolve Poliwhirl into Politoed. But Politoed does not look like a Poliwhirl. It's no. like a frog. It's 100% different. Super strange that it took them an extra generation to evolve a tadpole into a frog. That's Gen 3? <laughs> 2. Two. Politoed is Gen... It's gen 2. That's too early, then. <laughs> That's going, oh, we messed up immediately. <laughs> we missed one. Here he is, a frog. It's a frog now. Oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> and it won't, go to, it won't go to a fourth evolution stage, because that just breaks all the rules. No, we still haven't gotten that. That's next. We've gotten branches, hey, but not that number hey, four. guess what's next? Your Charizard evolves to a Charigragon. Mega Charizard X. No, Char-Dragon. <laughs> Char-Dragon. Weird but, that it goes from lizard, chameleon. This is salamander. To oh, yeah, salamander, chameleon, lizard. Lizard. But it's a dragon. But the next one gonna be Charragon. Charag Chargon. Hey, hey everybody. This is a stupid homework assignment. But if you feel if the spirit overtakes you, pick a Pokemon that evolves three times and give us that fourth one. <laughs> Tell us what a what Butterfree is, evolves into. What is Butterfree's fourth meal? <laughs> <laughs>
so for Polyrath's origin, it is based on a glass frog with its spiral representing how you can see the glass frog's organs through its transparent skin. Yep, gross. Uh, it may also be based on the Neoteni, which remains a, pa- a tadpole for its entire life and never actually turns into a frog. Okay. Is that even a tadpole, then? No, it's a, it's a... It's its own thing. It's a neoteny. It's a neoteny. Okay. <laughs> um, the name, combination of Polywog and Wrath, like, because it's mad. Because it's, it's those mad, mad cur- it's American ca- Kirby eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and shoes. And he's pissed about it. <laughs> the Poly... Wrath, I don't think, has shoes. Polywhirl has little shoes. Polywrath is so mad, he lost his shoes. Does Polywhirl have shoes? I'm going to look Or do up. they only have gloves? I don't know, Josh. These are the questions. This is what science is too afraid to answer. I need to look back through the Canto Field Guide and see Kay. how Carrie Fry handled their Mickey Mouse gloves. Polywag, nothing. Polywhirl, little gloveys. Polywrath, gloveys with fingies. Oh. And a wide power stance. No right. shoes. <laughs> Those broad shoulders. I guess it kind of has shoulders. And it's in its 3D models now, it has pretty distinct shoulders um uh, let me yeah i mean here's the thing though it's just like this dude started doing some push-ups and that's not evolving yeah he just got swole he just got swole <laughs> that's nothing the japanese name which i'm gonna butcher for you guys right now yep neo robon okay n-y-o-r-o-b-o-n sure it's based on another word i'm gonna butcher for you guys right now <laughs> oh gosh this is man Neoronioro. There's no way that was even close. N y o r o n y o r o. All one word. Can I see that? Yep. Let me see that. Nyarobin. Nyarobin. No, I could put an extra n in there. Nyoronioro. I think. Anyway, that's the sound of slithering. Sure. Like a toad does. That would be, I guess, the sound that Snape's robe would make down the hallway. Yeah. Okay. The sound of Slytherin. Um, so it's a combination of that and this part was like knowing nothing about the Japanese language. This was like hard for me to understand. So I, I wrote it the best way I think I could. Okay. Uh, it would be Han, which is an alternate reading of Bon, which means deluge or flood. Okay. So I guess it's like it's written the same way, but could be one or the other. Yeah, there, um, I, I don't know anything. I can stop my sentence there, but I will finish it. About the Japanese language, <laughs> I did take a couple of uh, uh, Duolingo courses before I got too tired, and it just it made me feel like a big idiot, so I stopped. Um, but I've learned mostly from my hero academia that you can, like, you can say the same thing a couple different ways with different characters, and those characters will like end up the same, but either sound the same or they will look different but sound different i don't don't know it's hard to explain but you can use characters to make the same words they'll have different meanings right so it's i think it's a case of that yeah between han and bon okay so it's a slithering flood that's disgusting (laughs) that's pretty nasty what would you name we're done is that oh yeah yeah what would you name a polyrath I thought about this earlier, and I was going to throw a name out just to take it out of the pool of names coming in. Okay. Because I thought it was a pretty obvious one. Okay. But I have a better one now that I like, and it's very stupid. Okay. <laughs> Which is Tad Swole. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Tad Swole. He is. I would name it 
Didn't you name it Bob Johnson in your? It was Bob Johnson on my on my mystery uh, science moon team. Your space mutiny, yeah, moon team. Um, I would name it. I don't know. What do you name a polyrath? The one I was. I mean Brock Lesnar, right? Like he's kind of Brock (laughs) Lesnar. Except Tank Abbott. I would name it Tank Abbott. Abbott. Fish Tank Abbott, if it would fit. He's kind of Brock Lesnar, except he doesn't blow up after one move. He can go all day. (laughs) I was going to say Phelps because it's such a good swimmer, and I just didn't want that name coming in. Yeah, let's keep that off the table. Okay, yeah, Phelps is a DQ. Yeah. Do not rate. <laughs> DNR. <laughs> uh, all right, that's it for, for I call it, almost called it Tadswole. Tadswole. Polywhirl. Wrath? Polywrath. Polywrath and Whirl. Who can tell? Who? <laughs> From a distance, they're the same. You don't know. Again, there's just no way to tell. Gotta check those seps. Yep. (laughs) Uh, So now we are going to go to our Name Raider segments. All right. So if you're new to our Name Raider segment, what we do is we take your nicknames that you send in with the hashtag PWT rate or you can email. We didn't get any emails this time. We did get one last time. Sorry, I didn't rate it. I forgot about it. And it's too late now. Uh, That's on me, though. But. If you hashtag it PWT rate, we will give it a rating from one to five. Pokeball, Premier Ball, Great Ball, Ultra Ball, Master Ball. We only get one Master Ball per person per episode, and we can give it out retroactively, which we usually do. And I might not this time. Because, uh... <laughs> cause That's me... true. I mean, nobody sent in a name as good as Player 2. Mm, everyone sent in names that bad. A lot, a lot of names exactly <laughs> that bad. Let's start up. Uh, just first person that sent one in. This is from Tony at the T Dog eighteen twenty. Uh, for Lugia, I'm gonna go wrestlers here and say, don't hate me, Charlotte Flair. Well, number one, I love Charlotte. Charlotte friggin' rules. Charlotte's the best. Here's the thing I noticed about Charlotte Flair. She's bigger than the WWE. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> you know what it is, Josh? She's a flair. Yeah. Absolutely. She She's, is a modern day flair. Yeah. Like she comes out and I'm like, She's too good to be why here. Why are you here? She's on SmackDown. I'm like, why isn't she on Raw? She comes out on Raw and I'm like, why are you why are you here? Why are yeah. you the queen of Earth? Yeah. <laughs> Number one, perfectly beautiful. Number two, maybe the best professional wrestler on the roster right it's now. Great. After I've Saw her debut match on NXT. We watched that yeah, episode together. It was like, okay. When it aired. And we were like, oh, she could use some work. And now she's the best damn yeah. thing in wrestling. It's crazy. Because she had all that flair energy inside of her. <laughs> and that was just like, all right, now I know how to use it. And now it's just so good. So I'm going to Ultra Ball Charlotte. Yeah, same. Not Charlotte Flair. I don't like giving Pokemon full names. <laughs> Unless it's like Bob Johnson. Bob Johnson. <laughs> uh, next up is from Portia. At Dark Skin Daria on Twitter. <laughs> Starting them off. Here they are. Here we go. Uh, Portia says, Gordon, for the Lugia, because it has those fish stick looking fingers. Come at me, Jake. Pokeball. <laughs> proud of yourself? It's a hashtag whale fingers. You do, you, you're proud of yourself, Portia? Did she hashtag? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm. Gord, <laughs> if I look at a Lugia, I could see it being a Gordon, <laughs> like its name being Gordon. No, I'm Great Ball Gordon. You're, you're wrong. <laughs> and I'm a Pokeball. Uh, next up is from Cappy of Pokey Fiction at 
Pokey Fiction 1, I would name a Lugia Aurora after Storm from the X-Men. That's her real name, if anyone didn't know that. Uh, since, I did not. <laughs> well, there you go. That was for you. I, I know who Aurora is. Uh, since, as mentioned in the Pokedex, it creates storms. Aurora? Uh, Aurora. Like Aurora with an O? O-R-O-R-O. Aurora. Okay. That's Storm's name? Yep. Aurora Monroe. I had no idea. Yeah. That's a nice name. Storm rules also, BTW. Oh, no, I love Storm. Um, I just, I love X-Men. I just don't know anything about it. I mean, I could point My you to My favorite is Gambit, and that is based off the cartoon. The awful cartoon version yeah, of Gambit I, is my favorite X-Men. <laughs> I also really like Gambit, mostly from that cartoon and from one line that Chris Sims wrote in a comic book. Um, <laughs> not you at Gambit. It, not you at Gambit. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, but, uh, Aurora is a good name. It is. Uh, and again, Lugia is a beautiful, powerful creature like Storm. It does cause actual storms. So I'm gonna grape all that. I'll grape all it as well. Yeah. Um, next up is from Kaiser at Reziak Verdung. That's, that's what it says. <laughs> I believe you. I would name a Lugia Cleopatra because the eyes and she's a queen of the bird legendaries. Just kind of had that Cleopatra wingtip makeup on. She does have good eye makeup, much like Charlotte. Much like Charlotte <laughs> Flair. Um, my only issue with this, and I don't, I don't hate this part of Lugia, but her being like the legendary trio's the mom. legendary trio's mom is an anime thing that's never brought up in the games isn't or it, anything. Isn't it in the? It's not said that that she showed up to like have them chill out anywhere. No, I mean, we did a whole episode. You would have found it if yeah. you would have in your research, huh? Nope. Well, I don't. I like the name Cleopatra. I don't know if it necessarily fits for Lydia. Yeah, it's, it's not much because like, Cleopatra is a desert name, and she is a, yeah, a, an ocean. She lives in goddess. the ocean. Yeah. Uh, my only other problem with Lugia being the legendary bird's mom is that it just leaves Ho out. Yeah, well, Ho like is that. the legendary beast's dad. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's All a Brady right. Bunch situation we've got going well, on here. <laughs> if you put it that way, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cleopatra, I I see where you're coming from. I personally don't like that much as a Lugia name, so I will premiere ball it. I'm I'm also gonna premiere ball it. I think it's I think it's a fine name. I just don't think it fits Lugia for me. Now <laughs> this is from Cassidy at Mad Lobotanist on Twitter. This is so involved. You went through such great lengths. Just to drag you? Just to make fun of me <laughs> and my favorite Pokemon. <laughs> this is Walugia, and then she did a whole picture of it in a oh, Waluigi. I, I saw that one. <laughs> you had to, you spent so much time. <laughs> Just to be mean. Imagine what you could have com- accomplished with this. You could have gotten your taxes done early. <laughs> Pokeball. Ultra Ball. Pokeball for me. <laughs> I love Waluigi. So while that is definitely an attack on you, that is just like a personal high five for me. <laughs> <sighs> Next up, Waluigi is Wario's player too. It's just it's so many uh, levels. It works on so many uh, levels. <laughs> Next up is from Lewis at Boss LCA on Twitter. Uh, my name for Lugia, um, 
was incredibly well done by Mad Lobotanist. Mm. So you were gonna <laughs> say Walugia. Rude. Bunch of rude people up in here. Uh, so here's Tethys. Tethys, I believe, is a Greek titan of the ocean. Okay. I like the name Tethys. I like it. It's I right. don't like that it was gonna be Walugia. <laughs> oh, it's docking points. Mm, yeah. For potential names. For just for for just unnecessary cruelty. Tethys. 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 Maybe Tethys. Tethys sounds like a big powerful name, and Lugia is a big powerful Pokemon. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'll great ball Tethys. I'll also great ball Tethys. Could have had an Ultra Ball. Hmm, who knows? Uh, next up <laughs> is from someone I thought was my friend. Uh, this is from Shannon Maynard. <laughs> oh, go! We knew At, what, what was gonna happen. No, I know. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't expect it to be this pointed. <laughs> I got a Sierra nickname for Lugia. Sierra, if you guys don't know, names all of her Pokemon after directors. So, yep. film, you know, film directors. I got a Sierra nickname for Lugia. Winsor after Simon Winsor. The director of Free Willy. <laughs> this tweet is not sponsored by Sierra's need to ruffle anyone's feathers or scales or whale skin. <laughs> Pokeball, Shannon. Did she also post a picture of the Free Willy? She went, you had to make this. Lukia jumping instead of Willy. Shannon, I know you're busy. What's the name? Windsor. Ultra Ball. Pokeball. <laughs> A sassy Photoshop gives you a bonus point from me. It, like, everyone. It's all right. They're only feelings. I guess they'll heal. This next one is from Crash uh, at CrashingWaves14 on Twitter. Lugia is an extremely bulky Pokemon, and I always loved that. And when they gave her multi-scale, which activates anytime you're at full HP, so Roost and Rest lets you reactivate it, that Defensive capability multiplied. So my PWT rate name for Lugia is Adamantine. Oh, like a Wolverine skeleton. That's Adamantium. Oh. Adamantine is like a real metal. That's very okay. hard. <laughs> it's not the Marvel Comics version of it. I like it, but it's a metal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pokemon have types, and like it not being a steel type, but named after a metal is ruffling my whale skin. Oh, <laughs> Came here to have a good time. <laughs> uh, Adamantine Delugia. I think I can great ball that. I also will great ball that. I think I think it feels pretty good, but because it's metal, I I'm not gonna like caught up on it. But I feel like it's not a perfect fit. But I, I do like it, so I, I will great ball that. Next up is from Asimov underscore fangirl. Hello, if I have to name Lugia, I have two options: Saphir for the Saphir Simpson Hurricane Scale, for which classes classifies well hurricanes. So we'll do that one first. Uh, I like Saphir. How do you spell that? S-A-F-F-I-R. I do. I like that a lot. That's a pretty good name. That's a good one. Uh, I'll ultra ball that. I will also ultra ball that. Or Manitas, which in Spanish means big hands. <laughs> because that girl has huge ones. Pokeball. <laughs> they're not hands, they're wings. Uh, I will. Slash I'll... flippers. Manitas? Manotas. M-A-N-O-T-A-S. Okay. I'll great ball that one. Doesn't roll off my tongue. They also all capsed big. I said great ball, but I was I meant premier ball. <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to dunk on my girl I'm like everyone having, else is. I'm just having a fun time with I'm these I'm glad one of us is. <laughs> uh, next up is from Jesus. This is from Luke. <laughs> 
It's it seems nice. This is the biggest backhand slice. I am Bart at I am Bardicus on Twitter. I name Alugia Empress. Okay, because she's clearly a whale penguin. In addition to our glorious Queen Mama, at me nerds. Well, I'm not going to at you, but I will give you a Pokeball. Well, how does Empress mean whale penguin? Emperor penguins. Empress oh. penguin. They're just being mean. Everyone's just being mean, really. <laughs> See, it doesn't have to be one... clever if you just can be mean, I guess, <laughs> is what I'm learning today here. <laughs> I'm going to Pokeball Empress with you. Uh, Next up, everyone, this is... Does it at least get better from here? It doesn't. It doesn't really. Okay. Uh, this is from uh, Joe Johansson at... Martin Johans 20. I'll let you figure out how to spell that because they are mean. <laughs> In continuation of Josh's player two, I would name it Luigia. And they just also did a sassy Photoshop. <laughs> Pokeball. Ultra Ball. Good thing Pokeballs are cheap because I'm handing them out by the dozen tonight. Hey, do you know what Lugia looks great in? Not overalls. Overalls. Man, Lugia pulls off a pair of overalls. No. <laughs> So rude, everyone. Next up is from King of Myths at King of Myths 1. My name for Lugia is Salacia. Uh, Salacia. There's like a pronunciation guy, but part of the pronunciation is KJA, and I'm not going to make that sound with my mouth. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to say Salacia. The reason why is because she was the goddess of salt water who presided over the depths of the ocean. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Salacia. Also sounds like kind of ethereal, which I like. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to grape all that. Same. Next up is from Katrina Woods at C Woods Art on Twitter. Before I forget any more, here's my PWT rate name for Lugia, either Tiamat, Babylonian Storm Dragon Goddess. That's the first one. Tiamat's pretty good. It does play off the dragon stuff that we talked about. Yeah. With the, the balance with Ho-Oh. Um, Tiamat, to me, though, is a Final Fantasy summon. Uh -huh. Like, I know it's named after, like, a real thing, but I didn't know that right away, so that's a Final Fantasy character to me. And it's, like, a very specific-looking dragon okay. that Lugia does not match for. Okay, so it's kind of Wells Poison there. Yeah. Way to go, Final <laughs> Fantasy. Uh, that is not Christina's fault. No. Uh, so I will great ball Tiamat. I, I will ultra ball Tiamat, because I like, I like the... It, it matches. Everything matches. So I'm going to ultra ball that. Or Sleek, just because. Well, it's pretty Sleek. I mean, she is sleek. I will give you that. I don't think of sleek. I'm gonna, I'm gonna premiere ball that one. Same. All right. Yep. Next up is from Alex at Olympian Zeus on Twitter. Uh, PWT rate for Lugia Bird Mom. Because man, who else is gonna keep those birds in check? <laughs> those Canto birds in check. Uh, Bird Mom. Is that a reference to Steven Universe? I is think it? people call Pearl Bird Mom. Do I, I, I don't, don't like Pearl. Uh, Pearl's my favorite of the Crystal Gems. Obviously. So I'm going to premiere all that. Uh, well. I, I don't really like the name Bird Mom. Uh, I think I'm going to Pokeball Bird Mom. It's not outright means. I'm always saving my Pokeballs for mean <laughs> ones. Next up is from Cameron at Fear Junkie on Twitter. PWT rate. I named Lugia Yowie Hands because Lugia's <laughs> wings look a bit like messed up oversized hands you see in Yowie, as seen here in Exhibit A. And boy, those are some big hands. Wow. Or <laughs> a very small head. <laughs> Pokeball. You're being mean. <laughs> yeah. I'll also Pokeball that one. Uh, Although it's 
wing fingers do freak me out a little bit. They're not fingers. They're just, they are, but they aren't. It's. <laughs> All I'm saying is Lugia could palm a basketball and that ain't right. You could. She's so good. She needs to know how to dunk on you for real. <laughs> After she's done destroying your islands. <laughs> I guess we should be careful. We shouldn't dunk on Lugia yeah, too much. Yeah, she you're just, all in trouble. Just blow us right away. I'm, I'll am i be fine. One flap of her wings, it's going to storm for 40 days. Yeah, and it's on you. It's on all of you listening. It's not on me. It's on Josh, too. It's not on me. It's not my fault that I'm gonna get to. I'm going to get to ride Lugia above the storms, and we're going to be best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is from Tanner at Sparky Upstart. PWT rate. Only acceptable name for Lugia is Waluigi. Waluigi. Pokeball. No. I'm a Pokeball that one too, because Walugia is better. Waluigi is like a mouthful. And we already heard Walugia. And that one had a Photoshop. It's still a Pokeball for me. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. Next up is from Pegasus the Gamer. There was a weird audio glitch here. Uh, basically, what the name is, what the, the tweet said was. I don't know. Call it Brad. Never thought about naming it Brad. Um, I'm gonna premiere ball Brad because I have a cousin named Brad. Oh, I have I have no prior Brads. No, you're not. You're a, my, you live a Brad free life. life. Uh, no, I have a great ball Brad the Lugia. I have a cousin Brad, and he's not a Lugia, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably good for all of us. Yeah. Uh, this is from Janine at the Rummy J on Twitter. Maelstrom is probably the biggest respect I could give Lugia if I had to nickname her. Maelstrom is. A real powerful storm. Yeah. And I think it sounds very good. I'm going to ultra ball that. I'll great ball that. Uh, next up is from... I think we're almost at our at the end here. Uh, next up is from Dowd. Oh, this is, a, this is a two-part tweet. This is an involved one. I named you Lugia Odahime. Okay, so follow me for a second. There's a Japanese fairy tale of a fisherman, Taro Urashima. I can say all of the people in... Uh, my Hero Academia's name is perfectly now because I've watched it so much. Anytime you put any other combination of sounds in, in the Japanese <laughs> together, just not going to work out for me on the first try. Uh, who saves a turtle from some kids picking on it. The turtle is grateful and takes him to the underwater dragon palace where Ryujin, who you'll remember Lugia is based on, and his daughter Odahime welcome him as a guest. There's more to the story, but it's already long enough. Short version is that he ends up getting Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's sad for him. Poor Taro. Taro? Taro. Uh, Rip Van Winkle is one who slept a long time. Yeah, he went. He took a big, big nap. So anyway, he went underwater and met the god of the sea and his and, daughter, and just passed out. And was he so excited? I don't know. Google, <laughs> Google in your own time. Odahime is the name of the of Ryujin who is based on daughter. I like that. Hime means princess. By the way, I know that much from ah. from watching uh, Super Sentai. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, tracks. Yeah, Surahime means crane princess. <laughs> I think <laughs> that but, also tracks. Yeah. I'm going to ultra ball that. Say it again. The name. Odahime. Odahime. Yes. Does that mean, this probably means like sea princess or something, right? Yeah, probably something, something like, like that. that. Um, I also like that. I think I could ultra ball that. Yeah. I'm going to give my master ball. Hey, why don't you put your master ball out first? Uh, the hurricane scale one. Saphire, Saphir? Yeah. Yes, that's a that's a good one. Who was that? Who was that? The Walugia was close. I'm amazed you didn't do Walugia. <laughs> um, I kind of want to give it to Charlotte, but I feel like Lugia is 
needs a little bit more of an ethereal name. I'm also going to give it to Saphir, who I can't find. It was right here. It's in there. We, we talked, talked about, about it. it. Is it a ghost tweet? No. Oh, it's from Asmo Fangirl. Okay, that's right. I just kept, I just for whatever reason, kept scrolling back. Uh, the other thing is that, like, wow, everyone just, like, super thought this is their moment to do their jokes to me <laughs> on my podcast. Imagine what you could do with all the time you spent making sassy photoshops and being mean you could probably like start your own podcast that wouldn't be as good as any of mine uh <laughs> so thank you for your names the ones that were good everyone else can go kick rocks uh <laughs> send in your polyrath names for next time yeah those probably won't be super mean i bet <laughs> point them at me if you want we haven't done a syndicate have we no yeah see no everyone's gonna be nice to you though well, how can you be mean to Cyndaquil? It's got that basketball How butt. can you be mean to Lugia? She can cause a flood for 40 days. Yeah, but it's not cute. It's you, just remember, weird you, remember two years, you remember two years ago when it rained for six days and <laughs> the state of Texas flooded? I do remember that. Yeah. That, but for 40. Because <laughs> you're being mean to Lugia. <laughs> and your house is washed away. I'm not going to be sad, is all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's go to fan interactions. Because we're done with this. We're done here. Send in your nicknames. Use PWT Ray for Polyrath. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, thank you for uh, sending in your names last segment, even the mean ones, I guess. <laughs> That's fine. You sound so exhausted. I am. When I picked Lugia for a spotlight, this was not my yeah, intention. Yeah, guess what? You you knew. You well, who else are they going to do, do on do? the World Island? No, no, no. You have, have to do, talk you about have, your girl. You have to do Lugia, yeah, but like, you knew this was going to happen. You knew. Well, if we could go back, I would still pick Lugia, but we would do <laughs> nicknames for a different Pokemon. <laughs> anyway, um, so if you want to get in touch with us on Twitter, we are at PWT Podcast. You can email us at pwtpodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. That does not flow as well I as iTunes. Were, I thought you were going to say Snapple Podcast. No, that's your thing. I don't want. I don't want you to take me to court. Uh, <laughs> so if you like us, go to any of those places. Leave us a rating and review. We're also on Podknife, where you can do that. Yep, um, and that'll help us out a lot. We'll really appreciate it. Yeah, we're also on a bunch of weird ones. We're on Podbean and like probably all of your favorite podcatchers. We didn't put us there, but they just show up. Finally, we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash Josh for as little as a dollar a month. You can support the show, get some neat stuff in return, get these episodes early, get uh, other, t- definitely some other things for sure, 100%. Go check it out. Patreon.com slash Josh. We really appreciate it. Next, where are we going next time? Um, next, we are going to explore that cliff edge. I can't remember what root numbers those are. <laughs> At um, least But seven. at the end of that is Johto's Safari Zone. So that's where we'll be heading oh, next time. Johto's Safari Zone's in another country. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That'd but be like it's if, built on the back of Kyanwood, so it still counts. All right. That'd be like if if Disney World was in Alaska. That'd be crazy, huh? You gotta fly to Alaska. You gotta go across Canada to get to Disney World. <laughs> the happiest place on earth is on the other side of Canada. Weird. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you in two weeks for that cool stuff. But until then, smell you later.
Hey, everybody. I'm going to try that again. I started really quiet.